0: Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday morning. And since it's Monday, you know it. It's that time of the week. And let's welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Osmani for this week's Chinwag. Sadia, great great to see I feel I should have a drum beat to <laughs> yes. that.
1: Every week you go, the one and only exactly. Sadia Osmani. <laughs> it's great. Lovely intro. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you so much for doing the program. Yes. Really
0: soldiered on, Sadia. <laughs> I think I, I gave Sadia a, a, a ring very early, uh, a call very it was about early
1: in the morning like, right to be exact
0: right <laughs> and so thank you so much and I'm feeling much better now great
1: you are, you're looking well so uh, that's good to have you back I was so cold
0: and feverish and it was just so awful and, and I was saying at the beginning of the programme you know I I, I I've really felt worse than, than COVID itself yeah. because I actually had COVID when I was eight months pregnant before and I didn't even have a fever when I had COVID.
1: Wow, wow. Yeah. So it's funny how Strong these... I was, I was saying on the programme too last week when I was talking about you that, you know, we all seem to have different effects. Like, you know, first two vaccines I had, I had no effect whatsoever. Um, oh yeah, no, no. The first one slightly, just for a, a little while, but then nothing on the second and third. And the fourth, yes, I also had... You know, I felt the chills and I had a little bit of fever, but it didn't last very long.
0: For me, it kicked in sort of 12 hours after. Mm. So I got it done in the afternoon and I felt it in the, in the middle of the night mm. and I was just like, oh, this is yeah. bad news.
1: I know. And yeah. it's really hard then because you can't do much. You just want to stay in bed and just stay warm or you get too warm and you want to throw those duvets off, don't you? Yeah.
0: And the trouble is because I got it done at the same time as Andy um, and, and throughout, this is our fourth booster and throughout the entire time we just didn't get it at the same time in case one of us mm. fell ill. But because we didn't so really slow. have, we didn't so have an effect slow. from the previous ones. We're like, let's just get it done together. And what happens? And I thought, okay, this is our chance to, you know, be uh, snuggling up in bed. <laughs> yeah. Trouble was, I was cold and he was feeling so hot. Oh. And by the time he was getting the chills, I was like, ah, oh, I need to, you know, oh, take off the layers. So.
1: It takes out of you. But then at the end of the day, at least you've had it and you're covered. Exactly. And Do soap- it,
0: it's done and you're happy yeah, as my mother-in-law yeah. says
1: and if you haven't had it yet you should consider you know you should get it done because it is now obviously as restrictions have been lift, lifted you know there are more cases and you just need to be careful absolutely.
0: that absolutely that's true you know my, my, my friends were like oh then you shouldn't have get it done i was like but you know i think having the boost actually lessens the effect of mm, covid mm. so who knows maybe yeah, cool. <laughs> Well, so what have you got for our listeners this morning? Well,
1: I thought I would just talk about memory, actually, and the effect whether things like smartphones uh, and other devices and Google are actually affecting us. And, uh, and you know, some of this is my own thoughts because it just so happened that recently um, I was thinking about getting i was just talking to somebody about oh that you know lots of these numbers are in my phone but if i was to lose and I, and this has happened a couple of times where you know you can't find your phone and then you think okay if i was in a situation where i lost my phone outside then could i get in touch with somebody and seriously i i just thought my goodness i don't know anyone's number i I it's hard my to remember jaw,
0: my my jaws just dropped, yeah, because back in the day we we had to remember things from our memory, yeah, I still remember my phone number when I was a little girl, so do
1: I, and I was just thinking, <laughs> all right, then what was yours, then
0: what's yours um oh but byling, Sorry, I remember in Chinese um Ling onelingten zero one five because this was before we added the two, oh.
1: um see mine was a London number six seven two four seven nine three I knew it, and I oh. can still get it, you know, and yet then my husband said oh, do you... I said, you don't even know my number. And then he... Because I've told him so many times filling in forms or yeah. doing something, he remembered. Then I, he said, how about mine? And I went... <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I mean, like, you know, and I thought it'd be really interesting to to look into that. And and when I was reading this article, um, there was something saying that, you know, forgetting a child in the car is a parent's worst nightmare, right? But some experts say that our ability to remember even the most crucial tasks can be hijacked by something as simple as a missing cue. So, and and according to a Harvard psychologist, tragic cases of forgotten children started to rise near the turn of the millennium, Uh just as like new safety rules began requiring children to be placed in car seats in the back and this is the author of the seven sins of memory how the mind forgets and remembers and they've recently uh, introduced this book again an updated version and it's full of all sorts of um, thinking about you know memory research and a lot of it kind of revolves around technology including like advanced techniques used to study the brain and things like that but it's also about you know how we sort of decide whether or not we're going to kind of put something that we want to remember onto an external device, whether it's our phone or whatever, or whether we want to keep it in our memory. But, you know, just from my own kind of personal insight, I I was thinking that, you know, there was a time where we would get a map and we would drive to a location and it might involve two people and one would be navigating one would think and you were taking in you were absorbing the map you could see the map in your head uh, and that stayed in your mind mm. and and these days, because you've got Google, Google Maps, yeah, and before you had sat-navs and things, sat-navs have disappeared oh, yeah, now. Tom-toms, yeah. yeah. Um, and to what extent, like how much, because it's almost like they say that the brain is like a sponge. You just keep adding things to it and it stays in there. And, and you it's a memory.
0: It. It's it's a muscle memory. Mm. You've, you've got to just try and exercise it if you you just leave it it will go worse
1: yeah I find I I find this is as I said this is my own personal insight it's not from any research or anything like that but I find that you know sometimes you know when you go on holiday or something and then you're away from work or you're not reading you know you're just relaxing And this, I think, is almost physical and mental that you I always find that, like, if I've been away and I'm not having much interaction with, you know, I'm just chilling out, whatever, then I think sometimes almost like your speech starts to slow down a little bit. You have to think more about your words. Um, And it's interesting because, you know, just as I said, I'd been away for about three weeks and I usually do a lot of exercise and things like that. And I I didn't do it during the three weeks I was away. And then suddenly when I came back and I did a wee bit of exercise, oh my goodness, my legs were... Well, were were killing me because because it was just not using so I suppose the memory to a certain extent is similar that yeah. you, the more you use it um, the
0: stronger the muscle becomes yeah so yeah.
1: so this whole kind of map reading and navigation and then as you as we were saying you know recalling numbers we had to memorize quite a few different numbers and birthdays as well yeah. now Facebook tells you oh it's your friend's birthday so happy and you think oh yeah I forgot you don't even think of the date you just you almost
0: rely on it yeah i know yeah. certainly I so
1: to... it must have an effect um and also you know the phones are, are our lifelines so what they're saying in this research is that they're saying that self-knowledge is key to making the best use of technology so you know before obviously we were looking at stone tablets and quill pens and 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 people were using kind of post-it notes, and people use smartphones and internet to store information. And really, how is the best way that can keep the memory? And it's all about how well you know yourself. Like, people can um, overuse technology, um, and become a bit too reliant on it. And then that can harm our ability to remember things on our own. Um, And it said, like, you know, over 2000 years ago, Socrates warned against the technology of his day, which was writing things down, right? Because he thought that it would cause forgetfulness. The same type of worry can be heard in more recent warnings that over-reliance on technology might cause digital amnesia.
0: Wow. Because I was told by writing things down, it actually creates, uh, it uses both sides of your brain, mm. you know, you're writing and it solidifies the memory inside. Um, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's like when you were, um, when you're revising for an exam, Yeah, they, it was, there were some people who would just kind of read and, and then just think, okay, it's absorbing in because I'm reading it. But they always say that, you know, make the notes while you're while you're doing it. Because yeah. or even now I suppose I've seen my son and he's making notes on his phone all the time. And I always worry that, okay, what if you lost your notes? What yeah. if you lost your phone or something? Yeah. Unless it's it's stored it's in the somewhere. cloud. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um and then so it said recent research has begun to invest, investigate how people make these decisions between using their own memory or external reminders and says the key finding from this research is that individuals decide to use memory tools when they believe that they would otherwise forget right in other words people decide whether to use memory tools based on how good they think their memory is which does not always match on how good it actually is Um, so you know we might think uh, i'm sure we've all felt it where we've taken some information in, we're watching a program or something, and then we take this information and we think, oh, yeah, this is great. You know, I'd really like to tell other people about this. And then you forget.
0: Yeah, you forget certain details of it.
1: Yeah. And then when it comes to discussing it with somebody and you think, yeah, I saw this program. Was it like two billion or was it one billion? I can't remember. And at that time, you're thinking your memory can take this, but it actually it's getting worse over time.
0: Do you think we're just overloaded with too much? You know, we're reading more than ever. Um, sometimes, you know, we're reading stuff, it just scrolling mindlessly yeah. online and it's just too much yeah. too, too soon.
1: And also it's, it's probably on what you're picking up because generally, I mean, there was this thing where if you go back, I used to do some kind of media training and things like that. I, well, I still do, but they, you know, like, People, when they look at a newspaper, the first thing they look at is just the headline, right? That takes it in. And then the first few um, sentences of that article summarized is usually a summary.
0: Rounding up statistics, for example. So you don't need to read the
1: whole thing. But it's a matter of the key things that you pick up. And at that point, we were able to pick up quite a lot. But now with the phone, we're just... We are seriously scanning. And I think the one way that you can see that I've experienced this, like, say, if you're sitting with somebody who's scanning the same stuff as you, like you're just using one iPad or one phone, right, that some people will actually go so fast. Yeah. And I tend to take, my, you know, when I'm looking at Facebook or whatever, or reading an article or look at paper or whatever, I will go quite slow and I will try and look at things slowly because you're reading but quite a few people just skim through it like anything Slide through. so so i mean you know how much are you taking in how much is your memory actually absorbing i don't know and then if you and think
0: short-term and long-term memory yeah or so, yeah. so and how do
1: you train yourself I- you know, even with children, if we give them and it's amazing like you can see a two, three year old with an iPad in mm. front of them and they kind of go, L-l-l-l-l. they just go through it like anything. But it's again, like it's so important, I suppose, to to slow it down. So they look at pictures, so they absorb a bit more. This is, again, my own insight that I think that, you know. And kids...
0: children's memories are so good. They're, they're really, they're like sponges. Mm. Like um, mm. whatever my girls watch, I don't know, PJ Mask or My Little Ponies, they really remember all the character names and, you know, their, their part in it. And I just sometimes think like, you know, that's why it's so important to let them watch something that's educational mm. and um, so mm. that they'll remember the details. Mm. So we've been watching Storybots now. For for parents with young children um, if you have to you know sometimes they have to watch a bit of TV but they don't have to but sometimes you know uh, watching something educational is very good Storybots is great so like you know where does rain come from or why do we get the flu so it's um, so or you know where do uh, why do people get germs or why do people get sick Um, it's it's quite good and and it's small short nuggets (laughs) yeah I
1: was going to say it's concentration level isn't it as to your attention span Uh, and with children Maybe that's something that should be worked on quite early on so that they start to understand those things, you know, because we, you know, we take it in. But children, are, it's too early in their life at the moment for them to be skimming through stuff.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, so anyway, and says, taking the time to explain things to them yeah. is very important because they'll remember it. I know they keep asking why 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 mm-hmm. but you know the the, the more well, not, yeah the, the 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 more detail you give them then it's it's good because they'll actually remember um, these things don't just give them because oh, it's like that I remember when when our families used to say because I said so um so in terms of technology Sadia, are you very reliant on technology well
1: you know I'm still I, I suppose I'm a bit old school in that I still write like to write things down um, I've a a little notebook which I write down even as far as I write down what I'm going to cook tonight or what shopping I've got to do and I always do a physical to-do li- to-do thing for do every list. day yeah. to say, okay, I would need to do this. And I've never really been totally reliant on my phone to it's be very able satisfying
0: to, do. to check yeah. it off, to tick it. off, and, and to write off. it with
1: a pencil. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Oh, I pencil. like it. well, yes. yeah, because the pencil gives me the that I can erase it off if I want to. But it's just a silly, you know, it's just a thing. Um, somebody's just messaged me and said, now you memorize passwords and emails that we forget. Many women carry two phones, and they still don't. Ask (laughs) said (laughs) Um, that was just through facebook um so so i think i still like that kind of old-fashioned thing where i feel that you know you can write things down and 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 i think sometimes what happens is that when i have written something down it might be like somebody's number or somebody's address or something i I can visualize my own writing on because i think where did I write that down? Oh no, I did it in my notebook, and I can see that written with my own writing in my head. And then I flick through my notebook and I find it. So, so I yeah, mean, you know, it's same. just uh, yeah, know it's just mean, a bit weird. But, but that, but lots of people, I think. But then sometimes I have to take a picture
0: of that notebook yeah. so that I have a copy of it. Well, but, but that's a good I'm, way of yeah.
1: doing it. You can still take a picture of your. T- I mean, it's making life complicated, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> which I think we probably need help.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) I'm quite reliant on on technology because there's just too many dates. I mean, when when I book guests, when I book interviews and stuff, I have to use Google Calendar in order for me to to survive. So Mm -hmm. uh, can I use my own memory to remember everything? Yes, if it was more uniform, Mm -hmm. um, but I probably will still... Or
1: if there's, you can remember. Again, perhaps it goes back to how you remember things because um, if you kind of tell a story people will remember a story, right? Mm -hmm. If you have five items in front of you, if you try and link them together, if you want to remember them, like I always think like sometimes when you're going out to to do a shopping list or something, then you think, okay, I need to get fish, I need to get flour, I need to get this. And you almost make a story of it. And then you remember all the five items that you want to sort out. But they say the key is uh, in making optimal decisions about memory technology is insight or self-knowledge about how good our memory abilities are. The better we understand the strengths and limitations of our own memory abilities, the better we will be able to make accurate decisions about what we need to help, uh, what kind of help we need from external technology. And this can help us avoid biases in, in our use of memory tools. So there you go.
0: Food for thought. Okay, I'm going to exercise my memory. So I've got this uh, this, this game that I mm-hmm. use. Um, it's it's on the Nintendo. Uh, uh, DS, or you mm. can play it on the Switch. It's called Brain Training, mm-hmm. and it's brilliant. And you have to exercise your memory. And I've had it since, gosh, I've had it since university. The same game. It's
1: quite a popular one. That it's very I've popular one. That, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Brain Academy, Brain Training. They operate in a in a similar sort of premise. Um, but they'll do sums. You can do sums. You can do lines. You can do words. It's all sorts of different activities. And one of them is um, it'll ask you to draw an object. And they'll ask you, "What did you draw?" It'll uh, ask you to draw another object that, like, five years later, and see if you remember how you drew it from five oh, years ago. God, yeah,
1: it's
0: nuts. Gosh. I'm not explaining it very well, but yeah. So, are
1: you are you pretty good then?
0: I, I must admit I'm pretty good at the maths bit, but the but but the drawing one I don't think oh, I'm very really good. Oh, rubbish at yeah. drawing. Yeah, exactly. I, if
1: you remember a rubbish drawing, then that's fair enough. All that's right. exactly
0: what it is.
1: <laughs> Remembering the rubbish drawing, you know, a stick insect or something. All right, that's right.
0: Statue of Liberty. That's exactly a stick man holding, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. holding something, a, a toothpick current. or something. <laughs> oh well, Sadia, thank you so much. i oh, I will definitely be training my memory. Thank you so much. See you next week. Okay.